Hey, Buka. It's 4.47. The last episode was for you. Yeah. Like three hours ago, I crashed out. I felt so good going to sleep, Buka. Yeah. I got a phone call. I'm like, let me go ahead and, you know, purchase my ticket for the Mother's Day brunch. I got a call. Hey, Nene. Yeah. I know who the number was. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah, somebody call me Nini. You know me. We call me Nini. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, pay for no woman's brunch. I got I got your ticket. I just got it right now. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. And you know, it's like thank you. My thank you was like, thank you. It was, you know, it was you know, it was escalated. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was like, thank you so much. Oh God. Mm mm mm. It's so amazing to get a phone call. You say, thank you. They say, don't call my phone no more. I don't want to hear that. I don't do that. No, thank you. Oh, God. Yeah, Buka, I just fried some chicken. I don't really have an appetite, honestly. You know God going to have me to talk to you, Buka. Yeah, I haven't had an appetite today because I've been thinking about you so much. Yeah. I don't know, appetite thinking about you like this. I was like, Father, he felt like this. He he, he felt like this. Jesus. We don't want to go with these feelings. My God. His thoughts like these. My God. His ways like these. Come on, God. <laughs> don't play with me, God. Don't slice me up, God. <laughs> don't slice me up, God. He felt like this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He think like this? <laughs> wow. My God. Puka. Yeah. I'm ready to see you. Yeah. Let's go walk in Watkins Park. Yeah. I remember that video you had on YouTube, Watkins Park. All I was thinking about was like, you know, Watkins Park. You know, you talking about Psalms 42. Okay. Psalms 42 at Watkins Park. Come on now. I knew the whole thing. As soon as it come on, hello, fam. I'm like, dang, yo, you got to start watching this. <laughs> You know everything he about to say before he said, yeah. Buka, I keep thinking about your mom. I want your mom to come back. What's your mother's name? My mom's name is Kimberly. Yeah. People call my mom Kim. You know, I call her Big Head, and I'm just like, your mom, what's your mom's name? I'll be glad when your mom meet my mom. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. My mom, yeah, oh, God, <laughs> that's my mom, <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot say anything else, that's my mom, my mom is like, you know, my grandmother and her grandma, I mean, her mother and her mother, her mother, you know, I want you to know, my mother's side, wealthy far as lights, camera, action, you know, my grandmother grew my mother and her seven children, you know, on you know, luxury, you know, when they were kids, the best house on the block, you know, like a three-layer house, you know, the first floor, you know, all d'oeuvres and money-making machines and cigarettes with the sticks and, you know, furs and minks and guys with the hats with the feathers and all of that, you know, shooting crops and all that. And then the second layer, it was like, you know, you eat and, you know, 
enjoy, you know, get to mingle. And the last floor was like the blue and green light in the basement. It's like get down with the get down. Yeah, it's how my mother grew up with my grandmother. But my grandmother grew up with my great-grandmother and my great-grandmother and great-grandfather, you know, together conceived, you know, 20 children, you know, biologically and non-biologically, you know, three sets of twins. And it's like every time they went somewhere, they came back, oh, we're pregnant with another kid. It was always a kid involved with my grandmother and grand, my great-grandmother and great-grandfather. They just couldn't leave each other alone, you know, couldn't stay off of each other. They're so in love. Yeah, and I just thank God for it so much. You know, my grandmother told me that my great-grandmother and her grandmother, which is my great-great-grandmother, you know, once they, you know, left, you know, different plantations and stuff like that, they still was working, you know, you were working to get your profit off of whatever plantation you worked on. And my family on my mother's side, you know, South Carolina, and they had so much, you know, my great-grandmother, my great-great-grandmother, excuse me, and my great-great-grandfather, you know, they saved so much of their money to make a great profit, you know, profit for their family. So they was really well off and they had a lot of land and I never forget, my grandmother told me that, you know, her great-great-grandmother, her grandmother, which is my great-great-grandmother, excuse me, you know, they people try to get them to sell their property. And they were like, no, we're not going to sell. We're not going to sell. It's for families. It's not even about money. But they just kept conceiving, kept conceiving, kept conceiving kids. So they wound up selling the property after all. And today it wound up being one of the most popular you know, resorts in South Carolina. Yeah, I don't know Myrtle Beach. I don't know what it is, but I forgot. It was just, it's very big. A lot of land is a resort, you know, a lot, you know, a beach and resorts and, you know, eateries and stationaries to, you know, go and shop and things like that. But, you know, that's how my mother's side grew up. You know, my mother grew up like that, you know, lights, camera, action. My mom, she's a very cool mom, like one of the best moms in the world. When I say one out of, you know, out of many, because I'm not a, a biased person. I don't say my mom is the best because I know your mom is the best. Your mom is the best. That mom is the best, you know, but I just know my mom is the best mom to me. You know, my mom, you know, is my best friend. We always together. You know, even though we go up and down, you know, regarding our emotions, but my mom, you know, regarding me and my sister and brother, I am the one that, you know, they all come to knowing that I'm always with, you know, her. I took my mom to my prom and I took my mom to my prom because she married into, you know, Jewism and my father, you know, when I talk about the Jews and all that, that was my father's side. So, you know, she met my father in junior high. They were together in high school and straight out of high school, you know, they got married. And right after they got married, you know, she conceived very quickly. And then I came along the way right after my sister. And they didn't go to the prom because the prom was on the 
Friday night, you know, in Jewism, you know, Friday night is, you know, preparation for the Sabbath. So you couldn't do anything or go anywhere if it's not biblically. So prom is not biblically. So my mom couldn't go. He couldn't go. So that's why I took my mom to my prom. I never forget. I got the pictures. I'm going to show you, Buka. My mom, you know, she just sat there, you know, mingled and make sure I had a good time, things like that. But no one in, you know, in my class knew that that was my mom until I started telling them. I was like, that's your mom? Your mom like that? I'm like, yeah, that's my mom. Yeah. Yeah, I thank God for my family genes, you know, look very young for our age. I thank God so much for that. And you know what, Buka, on my father's side, very wealthy regarding, you know, traditionally, you know, traditionally doing things far as religion, Jewism. So my grandfather, he made sure that, you know, like Jews, Jews always make sure things are taken care of within, you understand, the lineage within the bloodline. You don't have to worry about anything. So my grandfather made sure he, he my grandfather had over like 12 business businesses and had the family, you know, help him run them and things like that, along with him being a bishop and just, you know, preaching and things like that and traveling. So we grew up in that lifestyle, you know, on my father's side. And, you know, my father was incarcerated when I was five. That's why my grandfather made sure that me and my sister got so much more because he knew his son couldn't have been there because he was incarcerated. So it was like our whole lives was already mapped out for us. You got this, you got this house, you're going to take care of this business. We had a restaurant, we had pest control, we had, you know, real estate. It was so many businesses. Our own family college, it wasn't a big university, but it was a family college. Get your degree, go, you know, do things like that. But it wasn't to explore outside, you know, of our domain. It was more like people of the world come into our domain to receive from us because that's how my grandfather had it to be. That's how Jews think. We're not coming out in the world and look for help from you. No, we're blessed. You're going to come and look for us and receive the blessing by being children of God. So we grew up like Israelites and never forget that, you know, my grandfather was like that and he made sure that we had, it was like 13 businesses and we was to go with him to do them all. And, you know, I used to help me and my cousins, you know, in the restaurant, you know, we used to help them. And matter of fact, the restaurant was over there by the big chair. I don't know if you know what the big chair is. You've been, you've been in DC pretty long enough to know, you know, the big chair, you know, in Southeast, you know, off of Good Hill Road and Acacia. He had a restaurant by the big chair, a pest control right beside the big chair. You know what I'm saying? He had like three businesses connected, connected, connected. And guess what? In each business, it was like three other businesses inside of that business. Yeah. So, you know, whatever we needed in the family, we knew how to get it in the family. But he had everything already mapped out for us. But the thing about it is on my father's side, you know, I was, you know, just introducing you to how I grew up. And God began to speak to me at a very young age. You know, I don't know what it's like to not know God. I don't know what it's like to be introduced to God, to find God and come to church and receive God. 
I always known God myself, not from somebody else, my grandfather and them. You know, they always knew that it's something special about her, but we're not going to admit because back then, traditionally, religiously, you know, they thought wisdom come with age and not by, you know, God. So I thank God that they know now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just giving you a crash course on each side of my family. So you meet my father's side, you know, is, you know, the Jew side and they start to realize, okay, you know, people are still being blessed without doing what we are doing. You know, we feel more restricted and yet they're still prospering. And on my mother's side, you know, life's camera action. It's about, you know, humbling ourselves and not about, you know, anything other than that. Yeah, and my grandmother, you know, she asked me to, you know, preach at my family church. And to me, that is a, it's like it's like a gold stone to me. I'm going to say a gold stone, not a milestone, it's a gold stone. Because that would have never happened. You know, I'm a Christian and you guys are a Jew and you want to hear about what I have to say. Because God used them to listen to me. And when I preach and they see how God is going to prosper and all that I do, yeah. So I just want to, you know, talk to you about, you know, both ends of my family. I grew up mother's side, wealthy, father's side, wealthy. But the thing is, that's why I didn't, that's why I don't, not didn't, that's why I don't care about money, Buka, because I see what money can do, you know, I see what money can cause. When I was a kid, between me and you, my mom, our first house, I was, we were in Northeast, and by H.D. Woodson, we was going to, you know, Charles R. Drew, and i never forget, my mom had a house, we had a backyard with the pool, you know, we had a berry tree, a cherry tree, we had, you know, dogs, you know, birds, you know, all kinds of animals, you know, my mom always had animals in our home, and I'll never forget that. You know, just having that alone, enjoying being a child. My mom made sure we always had the best of everything. And even if it wasn't what I actually request or my sister or my little brother, she made sure she got what she thought we wanted. And I was never the child to be like, I want this, I want that. No, I was like, you know what? Even though I do want this, but I'm not going to tell you because... If you cannot get it, I don't want you to feel bad. You know, I was a child be like, okay, mom, you know, I eat a mayonnaise sandwich, you know, growing up. She's always asked me and my sister, you know, who, what kind of sandwich do you guys want? And my sister always say peanut butter. I mean, she's always say bologna and cheese. She's like, what kind of sandwich do you want to eat? Peanut butter and jelly. I used to always eat peanut butter and jelly. And my sister, my sister eat bologna and cheese. And I'm, I'm getting in tears because my mom don't even remember what I'm saying right now. But when I bring to her memory of what I remember every time we get together, she'd be like, oh, my God, you remember stuff like that? I when I can never. How can I forget? How can I forget? How can I forget that you give given us your best? How can I forget you understand? I don't care about 
what I thought I wanted. How can I forget that you gotten us things, period? You know? You know, we couldn't do Christmas, but my mom made sure that we was like, shh, I'm going to do Christmas for y'all because y'all my daughters. I know, see, when my father got locked up, he wasn't around. So, you know, that's the Jewish side. So there's no Christmas. But when he was locked up, my mother was like, I'm going to do a Christmas for y'all, but just, you know, hush, hush. And we had a tree, you know, we did things. And I'll never forget that she got me a tea set. And that's when I really started talking to God and God talking to me when I was four, going on five, because I was make you know, imaginary food on a tea set. Because she always said, don't you put no real food on this plate. Don't you go in my refrigerator and put no food. Don't you go put no water in these real teacups. I mean, you know, don't put no real water in these teacups. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And sometimes I sneak in the kitchen. I'm going to get water. I'm going to get juice and put in the teacups. But, you know, even though, you know, I was just being, you know, disobedient, would not be disobedient. I was just wanting the real effect of it. Like, well, I have a teacup with nothing in it. You know, my mind is going way beyond what you're saying. I want real tea. I want real juice in these cups. Yeah. And I should always pour a cup for God and me. And I always, you know, make something for me and God. And I'll never get buka that I used to always sit at the table and she always asked, you know, what kind of sandwich do you guys want? My sister say, bologna and cheese, peanut butter and jelly. And she always cut them, you know, slight down in the middle or she cut them in fours for us when we was kids. And I would take two and just say, God, you can eat that, you know, other half of me, you know, you can have it. I want to give it to you. Just growing up like that with that knowledge of God, I was like, God, and just having that faith, like God going to eat it, even though he didn't physically eat it, I knew he spiritually ate it because I had given it to him. And I do the same thing. But God said to me at not even five years old, you know, he was like, you know, you and this Santa Claus, you know, he didn't say it like that, but he was like, you know, I'm your Santa, but God wanted me to know, you know, one Christmas, my mom always said, every Christmas, she said, you know, Santa, Rudolph, we always, she's always make, thank you, Father, for my mom helping us to have a great childhood. She made sure that we watch, you know, oh God, we watch all the Christmas carols and Christmas stories. We watch Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph, and the Christmas Carol. We watch all that, and she would bake us cookies. And you understand? Come on. I'm not trying to cry, but she always made sure we did that. And so one night, I was like, you know what? I don't care. She's like, y'all go to bed. You know, you can't you can't get no Christmas gifts from Santa if you don't go to bed. He's going to come on the sleigh when y'all are asleep. He's not going to come unless y'all sleep. And one night, I was like, man, forget that. I'm staying up. I'm going to make sure I get up. I don't care if they sleep or not. I'm getting up to see. I want to see Santa. I want to see Rudolph. I want to see, you know, you know, all the other reindeers. I'm blitzing whatever the crap their names are. But I wanted to see all of them. And I sat in the window one night, and I waited all night at like 4 or 5. And, you know, Santa never came. And... I went in the room to go to bed so my mother wouldn't know. And I came back. The gift was there. I was like, how are you coming that fast? And God was letting me know, there is no Santa. I am your Santa. I I bought these gifts for you. I, you Father, come here. Come here. Come here, Father.
Tu mi affalo. Io ti lavi te. Ti lavi te. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't care with me. Thank you, Father. He provided. And he wanted me to know. I'm your provider. He wanted me to know. And I I was like, hold up. There's no Santa. I was so pissed. Why you guys lie? And, I, and my mother was like, I said, Mom, there's no Santa. And she was like, what you mean? I said, I sat up all night and I waited for him. He ain't never come. And I said, I made cookies for him. What happened to the cookies I made? Who ate them? He didn't eat them because I waited up. You know, they ate the, they used to eat the cookies every year. I'm thinking Santa eat them, the cookies. I leave for him at the daggone doorstep. No. Looking for him in the chimney in the house. You know, coming in no daggone chimney. And God was saying, no, I'm Santa. I gave this. I got that. And I said, God, thank you. And I told my mother, I know the truth now. I know it's Santa. I mean, I know it's God, not Santa. And she was like, you better not tell your brother. You better not tell your little brother. And every time my little brother, you know, try to piss me off and do something, I'd be like, I'm about to tell him. There's no Santa. I'm like, don't, don't, don't say that. Don't, don't you say that. There's no Santa to him. Yeah. My mom makes sure we always have fun. You know, my mom is, you know, such, you know, a party animal. I'm not going to say animal, but she's such a party person. You know, all the karaoke's, you know, we used to sing and dance and do the dance pad. You know, she's a lot of fun. My mom is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You know, and a lot of fun. But I just thank God for God averaging it out for me. Like my mom was the mom that, you know, I wanted her to be. And God, you know, is the mom that I needed her to be. I would come to God about everything, sweetheart. I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to testify. You know, I got my cycle. Oh, God. You're like, oh, God. You're my cycle. You know, I got my cycle at 10 years old. And I, I didn't hear anything about it, like, to tell me it's okay to, when that happens to you as a woman. So I hid it until I was, you know, let's say 14. I hid it for four years. So imagine that four years maintaining every month the way how you do. And I did that. And it was like, everybody else had their cycle. What do you have in yours? I was like, it's like, you know, this person had this. I'm like, you don't even know. I already had mine. <laughs> but I just didn't have that, you know, conversation to feel comfortable about having a cycle. You know, and God, you know, I did that with God. You know, my whole life, you know, Father, now that I think about it, we've been together all this time, my whole life, Father, and you're still the same. I'm not going to cry because it makes my head, you know, like that. I don't want my head to start, you know, hurting, crying some more. Father, I made some chicken, Father. Would you like some? Eat some chicken with me. Oh God, sweetie, 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 sweetie. I know God. 
God knows me. God knows me. I know God my whole life. Yeah, I made a lot of poor decisions, but God knows me. I know God. I know God. I know God. God. Santa was so cool, honey. I'm okay. Santa, man. Okay. Yeah. God have you to hear now because he don't want you to get married to me and be like, oh, you okay? <laughs> I'm not going to ever just bust out and say anything. I'm going to excuse myself if I feel it coming. Yeah. I've been to so many terminals in the airport and traveling. And I go to the bathroom, I, you know, do it for everybody. But when God touches me, I got a herb and running. I feel it coming. Yeah. And I wouldn't wake you up in the middle, in the middle of the night or whatever while you're sleeping. Just bust out, you know, like that in praise. I go in the bathroom or something, you know. I just, God. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stand up. Okay, God. Okay. 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 I love you. I love you. Ty Tripp is saying, I love you forever. Forget my voice. I love you forever. That's why I'm not eating because... I'm praising and and I praise until I pass out. I don't pass out three times a day in praise. Yeah, Buka. My God. I don't want you to be like, you know, you're all right. You know, you're okay. Don't ever do that to me. I'm like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Don't do that to me. You already know now. You heard all me episodes. You know how I am with God. You know how I am with God. God said to me, you know, you and I, you know, Murray, you and the time you were pursuing me to now, God said we had eight kids already. I would have nine with my son, DJ. You had nine kids as of today. And that's excluding what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. It was just like, it was happening so much. You know, we wouldn't do anything to prevent it. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, you got so used to it. You weren't even like, you know, I mean, you're amazed, but you just wasn't like, like, you are? You was like, you pregnant? Yeah. You pregnant again? Yeah. It was like that in our house. <laughs> yeah. Because you knew, God said, majority of the time, you would know before I know. Because we we, we, we don't stay off of each other. That's what God said. We don't stay off of each other. Mm-hmm. Mommy and my grand, my great grandmother, my great grandfather, they conceived twenty children. They couldn't stay off of each other. Every time they together, there goes another baby. Yeah. I look at you. I'm pregnant. I'm trying to tell you. 
I've been pregnant like three times looking at you, you know, uh-huh. in, in the past year. Uh, yeah, especially when you was in New York. I'm like, oh, pregnant twice. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Look at this man. Oh, wow, God. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that about you. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I just say attraction. I don't know what it is called. It just, you know, I'm graced to feel like that. And bam, there goes another kid for the kingdom. Yeah. And I, I got realized, excuse me, I have realized everybody's not graced to want that. I used to try to put what I'm graced on other people to be graced. And he must be like, hold on. I said, come on, let's have some more kids. Uh, have some more what? Uh, my kids grown. You better stop lying. Oh, who have more kids? Nobody no more kids. Q, that's you. I was on that boat by myself. And they, they ship have already sailed, like, to the point they ain't, they ain't not thinking about what I'm saying. No, and I realized, it's God. I know, when I'm crying, Father, my eyes getting puffy. And I know. And this chicken I fried was so good. I want you to take a bite. No, Father, why? The white listening. Here. Here's my bite. I want your bite. I want you to taste my chicken. You put it in me to make it. I know you're dead. Every good thing of above, you bite a piece of this chicken. I want to see a bite. Yeah, bite it, Father. Yeah. Biting. <laughs> Father, bite the chicken. Yeah. You like it? It's good. What do I need to do? Nothing is really good. You like it? You want hot sauce, ketchup, barbecue sauce, ranch, blue cheese with it? Nothing is good like that. It's good like that. Father, you're my father. No need to cheer. Come on. Let me close my window. I'm getting loud. You know, she's, she good. You know, she's, you know, she's, let her do what she do. Cause she's helping us y'all. Happy would send it to me. Let her help us, y'all. She's, you know, she's praying to God. She's talking to God. Let her talk. I don't want no one to really hear because I, I want them to enjoy their space too. You know, I'm not one to be loud and not care about nobody else's privacy. You know, and then so many young children, Buka, like teenagers, and it's the girls and the boys. And guess what? They always want to talk about. The opposite gender. The girls won't talk about the boys. They won't talk about the girls. It was like, you know, can you lie in our room? We want to, you know, hear what we have to say. I'm like, uh, yeah, listen. Yeah. You know what's so amazing? God showed me our daughter in college. He showed me our daughter in college. 18 years old in college. One of the best colleges in the world. And I was like, wow. You know? Mm, mm, mm. Harvard, because Harvard is in Connecticut or Yale is in Connecticut. Whatever, hold on, which one is in Connecticut? Ah, uh, Harvard. Is it Yale? Well, whatever one is in Connecticut, <laughs> Harvard or Yale, she was going to that school. And God showed me her at 17. And I can see her outfit. Gosh, I'll never forget the outfit that God showed me in a vision. She had like a white, you know, T-shirt. I mean, you know, a white, you know, button up, but she tied it up. 
and she had like a black skirt come to her knees, and it was like one of them forty black skirts, you know, cheerleader skirts. And she's a captain of the cheerleader team, you know, as a freshman in college, and so popular. Everybody loves her. She loves everybody. And God showed me that, you know, I am her best friend. And she's also mine. Like, before she even called her friends or anybody, she would call me to get advice about anything. Like, Mommy, I'm, I want, I need to know this. I want to know this. Of course, you know. But, you know, I was sad when God showed me the vision that she had to go to Connecticut go to college, you know, that's, you know, not too far away, like six hours away. I was like, no, I want you to, to go to college at home. You know, I'll be your professor. You know, I'll make sure you get your degree. But, you know, and she's so trustworthy. You know, she doesn't lie because I told her never to lie, tell the truth. So whenever they go to a party on the dorm or anything like that, she 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 has her mind of her own. No one could persuade her to think otherwise. You know, no drinking or any of that. She don't, she don't even care about any of that stuff. She just don't have a good time. Yeah. But, you know, God was showing me her at 18. That's how many years from now? You understand? Yeah, Buka. Yeah. She's not the first one. I told you that. She's the second one. The first one is the boy. Yeah. And all of them being restored, I'm telling you, oh, goodness. God showed me, you know, back then, how many children I would have with you as of now, and we were still, you know, all from then to now, been eight children, my son at nine, and God's restoring that back. Yeah. And he just talking about as of right now, you know, because we would still have been married, and, you know, things happen. You know, there's no protection. We don't do that. You know, what happens, what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I saw in the vision that many were like in my family, they ain't even, how many kids you got? <laughs> oh, God. I didn't plan it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. That's why I'm so attracted to you. Because God put it in my heart to conceive as many as you want me to. Bring it forth, you know, eternal beings in the kingdom. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Hmm. Yeah. You're ready for that. <laughs> That's why you keep looking at me like that. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my god, look at looking at me. Mm -hmm. But look at the white looking at me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I understand. We're gonna conceive a lot. Yeah, we're gonna conceive a lot. We're so in love. And I'm saying that no one's not in love if they don't. But I'm just saying, God. You know, have a, a grace of, he graced us with an attraction. This attraction is not normal. No, it's not. This attraction is not normal. I don't know how many times I tried to, you know, 
rebuke their attraction for you. They don't go anywhere. I'd be like, oh, oh, God, can I have them now? Can I say not yet? He always say not yet, soon, very soon. Father, you're my best friend. You're going to be standing there at the altar waiting for me to come down and walking me down there. Jesus, Holy Spirit. Peter, you're going to be there. Come on, Joseph. Joseph, don't do that to me. I wouldn't be able to stand on you there, Joseph. Joseph, come on. Sweetheart, my whole life, from my childhood and up, Joseph and I, I've always been so close to Joseph. Yeah. He said he's going to be, he makes sure he's going to be there. And knowing Joseph, he has a great sense of humor. He's going to be standing there with your groomsmen. Like, he's a groomsman, but it's Joseph. Joseph. I don't want to cry. No, I don't want to cry like that. No. You guys are there with me. God said, Konisha, you are special. You are special, Konisha. You're not like many people at all. I'm glad that you stopped trying to be like and just enjoy discovering who you really are. Yeah. I had got my whole life. He used to cheer. He used to be on the bleachers, God. You know, cheering for me. When I took swimming lessons at three, you know, two, you were there with me. I want to see you. I want to see you how you are now, Abba. I want to see how you are now, Yahweh. When I say Yahweh, I get my way. Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh, I want to see you, how you are. You look like that. You look younger than everybody here. <laughs> you look younger than all of us. Wow. Father, you're attractive. Look at my Abba. My Abba is fine. <laughs> you laughing? I know you're laughing. You're my best friend. I don't care what anybody say. I know I'm not your father. You're mine. I'm not going to get angry anymore if somebody say things like that about you or don't walk with you and talk like they do. Just intercede that they will. I, I command the storm to cease. It's supposed to have been a very, you know, big storm more than this today. It's supposed to have been like high winds and thunder and everything. And I commanded it. I looked at the, sweetheart, I looked at the thunder. Okay, I'm tongue twisted. I looked at the thunder and I was like, I wish you would. I wish you would. Even when you talk about your um, weather where you're from, the storms that you had, I want to hear about it. But knowing me, I would have stood right there on the beach. I wish you would. Come on. 
I wish you would. There's a lady outside, you know, you know, commanding the storm to cease, and um, <laughs> the storm has ceased. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would. I'm like my father. I'm like my father. Father, remember all the times that we had the Care Bears? Care Bears, we care a lot. Can't remember Barney, Father Barney. Yeah, land jobs, Father Sesame Street. Father. Yeah, you were there the whole time. You were there when I got beatings for not telling. I never really got a beating for doing something I wasn't supposed to do much. But my grandmother, it was like, because I didn't say anything. Who's first? Not me. Who's second? <laughs> not me. I don't care who tells Not me. I'm not offering up to go get a beating. You know, the last, you know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'll be the last, last. Yeah. You watched it. And you were there to comfort me. Comfort us. Thank you. I love you. My son, I miss David. I'm not used to being home by myself, even though he go with his dad, you know, as much as he do. But today I really miss him. I miss him, God. Yeah. My son opened up to me and said, sometimes I be wanting to, you know, go home earlier. But I don't want to think that I don't want to be with them. Oh, he's so considerate. We want to be home with me. Yeah. Am I ready to be a mother to more children? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, goodness. Plus, wow. Sweetheart, God said plus what I seen. Uh -huh. He gave me number eight. <clears throat> yeah, he did. We had eight. I would have had nine. You would have had eight. I would have had nine. Yeah. As of today, God said, for the time that you and I, yeah, if I would have, you know, went along with everything and God said, you would have eight. You would have had eight children. Yeah. I like that. You like that? You freaky like that? Oh, God. You like that? You want a kid like that? You you didn't plan it. You didn't plan it. You definitely didn't plan it. You didn't plan it. God said, you didn't plan it. No, you didn't plan it. Mm -mm. It just kept happening. Yeah. You thought I attracted to me? Me too, Buka. I'm glad I talk to you too. That's why I cannot be around you long and, you know, not say anything. No, because I look at you. I know what I have spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, and I'll be wanting that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I wish I knew your mother's name, your father's You're a junior, so I know your father's name. But, you know, your siblings, you know, 
their names and your family. I don't know who is Beverly. But every time I say something about your family, the name Beverly pop up. Who is Beverly in your family? That's a very special woman. Because God always had me to see the name Beverly. Yes, Beverly. I'm like, okay, Beverly. Yeah. Mm hmm. I love you. I love you so much. Yeah. I love you. Love you. I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. Let me get off here for now, okay? Talk to you later. Love you.